A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Right, seen enough. I've had enough already. Get him out of my club. Well, you're setting up a game like that against a team like West Ham, and you're not caring about our defence whatsoever. I know it's only a pre-season friendly. Yeah, well, you get the gist of it, don't you? Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Wasn't sure if I was going to do one of these after this, given it is a meaningless, now that we've lost, pre-season friendly. But I thought, given that the lads are warming up, I should probably do the same, because... This might be a bit ropey, right? It's been, it's been a month or so since you've been treated to one of my rambling post-match monologues. Is it a monologue? Or just thoughts, stream of consciousness, ramblings of a madman. Ooh, aren't I crazy? You know that meme of the girl with a bag of chips on her head? Love her, she's so crazy. That's me, isn't it? Um... So, time off. As you can hear there from the car passing, I'm actually uh, spicing things up a bit by taking you on my walk, my lunchtime walk to the post office. Bought my sister some trainers. And of course they didn't fit. So I'm having to send them back and exchange them for a bigger size. So you can join me on that. Nobody wants to talk about Tottenham anyway, do they? You just want to hear about returns processes with the post office maybe i can even look fucking hell shut up so pretty exciting that um three two i know it's we say it's a meaningless pre-season friendly and all that but it is still a bit annoying to lose isn't it let's be honest you know not only because it's them but also because it's the start of what like a new managerial tenure and all that you kind of want the you know the perfect start for it but you know it all bleeds into all bleeds into the into the ether once the season gets underway just right at this point in time when there's been a lot of talk about systems about players about the man behind it all himself would have been nice to just go out there and win like 4-1 or something, wouldn't it? 4-2, that would probably be more in character with an Ange Postacoglu team. I'm not going to do the sort of player-by-player thing this time because it is only pre-season and just feels a bit pointless at this point. We've had two complete 11s that have been fielded. We'll still obviously talk about individuals here and there. But, um, yeah, it was quite annoying to lose that first half I mean look in the old Brendan Rodgers way we've won the shots on target right some of that approach play some of the attacking was absolutely beautiful it's the sort of stuff that we want to see right I know every fan base says they want to see it but some fan bases can tolerate not seeing it more 
and I know we're all desperate for success, we're all desperate to win things, but I do still generally think Spurs fans, on the whole, prefer to, you know, win with a flourish as the uh, old adage goes, not wait for the opposition to die of boredom. So, we've got one half of what we've been crying out for well underway. It's that defence, isn't it, man? It's that defence. I was um, personally very happy to see Tanganga start. I did a tweet about it. Obviously, then we go 2-0 down and I get the kind of... He's League One. I'm so fucking clever. But my point really was, I absolutely know Tanganga's going to get replaced. It's just quite nice to see in the new manager's first starting eleven, one of the defenders, one of the sort of key places that he chooses to pick somebody like Tanganga is in defence, right? That sentence didn't really make much sense at all. There's something of a nub of sense in there. Essentially, defence is a very important position. Sticking somebody like Tanganga, academy product, much maligned, one of our own. Putting faith in him, it's quite nice to see. I think it sends a good message to the young players, to the academy players, to anybody in the squad that's maligned, that if you look like you want to be there, you look like you're working hard at it, He's going to give you an opportunity. And I, you know, I think people will naturally want to draw conspiracy theories out of this type of thing. He's probably put Tanganga there to make a point to show Levy that we need to buy defenders. I don't think so. I think that that is purely... I think that first starting eleven is... These are the lads, other than Harry Kane. These are the lads and Harry Kane who have worked the hardest, who have really kind of shown me that they want to be here and be part of this team. And I don't think it's a slight on the other lot, but I think it would kind of make sense in so much as you've got Skippy starting in the, should we call it the A team and the B team for... You know, I would say want of a better expression, but it's probably an apt expression. You got Skippy starting in the A team, Hoybier starting in the B team, and you know Hoybier's summer has been full of he wants to leave type rumours. So, you know, shouldn't come as a as a massive surprise that he might start over him. As much as yeah, I probably would have liked to have seen Skippy play alongside Skippy Hoybier be given a chance alongside Basuma and Madison as well. Want to single those two out for that first half because despite us obviously losing that half 2-0, I thought there was some very, very promising link up between those two. Basuma is throwing all sorts of side eye at Conte um, across his social media at the moment, talking about how great it is to be valued or uh, you know training with a smile on his face type thing um, and if today's showing was anything to go by great you know because it's looking like we're getting the Brian Basuma back thought he was 
probably our best player um, in the first half. Very, very good. Him and Madison just seem to work instantly with one another. I mean, shock horror, good players go well together, right? We talk about, you know, there's always that argument ever raging on football is a very simple game. People overcomplicate it. But I think both sides of the XG nonce or gammon dial down the pub divide can probably make plenty of theories that would both suggest Madison and Basuma will work well together for reasons and we've seen that today um, I thought you know, again tweeted about this and got told he's league one standard or bang average which I don't agree with either I thought Skippy in patches looked good looked happier again working in a midfield that actually seemed to be halfway functioning so there's green shoots on that front Harry Kane don't know we didn't really see much of him did we don't think we created too many clear cut chances for him who really knows what's going on with that one and will happen with that one as the summer progresses so whatever Sonny I'm not actually sure what happened to Sonny I haven't done my reading ahead of this or in light of this I'm assuming he just picked up a bit of a knock or a strain in training which is quite a shame for the South Korean contingent who were in attendance as you could see it's going to be very loud hang on just a very loud bit of road that real action you're getting right now um, yeah for the South Korean contingent in attendance in Australia feel bad for them but also you know come to Sports Spurs as well Manor Solomon I thought looked very lively I was really impressed with him really liked what I saw if he's just you know I don't even think we, we need to sort of say he's going to be a sub I think he'll probably you know form part of the squad right and there's shades of Son there about him shades of Lucas I think he's kind of got his own thing even like a bit of the Celso I actually thought he was the Celso at first because I hadn't seen the starting lineup. I just managed to find a stream get it turned on start watching that and yeah I thought he was Celso because he kind of has a similar gait um, similar haircut as well so I, I, I liked what I'd seen from him it's promising I know you know people aren't overly happy with us you know what is it exploiting Shakhtar's situation but I don't know can't be asked to get into that at the moment because it's just a post-match little reactionary pod thing, isn't it? Pod thing. Jesus. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Fullbacks, eh? You know, I, I, look. Defence is is clearly the, the worry, right? First half and second half. Second half, I actually thought the team were a lot better. I thought it looked a lot more solid. I think everybody looked like they had more of an idea of what they were doing. The dodgy looks very, very exciting, very promising. Giovanni Lo Celso. Have I spent the past couple of years talking about how crap I think he is and how bad he is? Don't think that could have been me. Not me, mate. Not me. Because uh, he was star of the show. Looks absolutely brilliant. Those lovely little kind of outside of the foot passes that he was playing. Um, as my West Ham colleague was saying, oh, we were just playing our youth team or whatever bollocks don't care um, I think he looks good I don't even know if he's going to stay at Tottenham though does anyone think he's going to stay at Tottenham I'm not so sure so probably not worth getting too excited about that one I bet hardly any of this pod is even going to be usable is it because a lot of this is just going to be fucking cars going past and all that type of shit isn't it but you know we'll see we'll see um I've, I've noticed now as I'm going through this, right, that Google seems to have this way of, let's see, okay, there we go, um, maybe, maybe not, I'm, I'm recording on, I've got a Google Pixel, right, and there's just an app on here called, called Speech, and uh, Speech seems to be identifying what type of sounds there are coming into the microphone at the moment and I reckon as I get back I'm going to put this on there's going to be big patches where it's going to have stopped recording so you're going to have big blank spots and I'm not going to be asked to re-record this I told you this was going to be a mess this one right so it's the first one of the season it's a pre-season friendly away in Australia at 11 o'clock in the morning like it was hardly going to be Pulitzer, was it? Like, at the best of times, this podcast is an absolute nonsense. So, look, give me a break. The content wheel never stops spinning. You content piggies, you always want your troughs filling, don't you? Right? So don't blame me. Don't blame me when the content that I'm producing isn't up to spec. Not my fault, mate. Okay? 
not my fault. What else was exciting about that game? Or otherwise noticeable? Hmm. Hmm. I thought Emerson Royale was alright, although him and Sanchez were pretty much at fault for West Ham's third goal. Oh yeah, Vicario. Let's talk about Vicario. Um, again, <laughs> pre-season friendly. First performance for him playing with that defence. So you have to cut him some slack. I have to cut him some slack. I did think he looked a little bit wobbly. That's all. But he's a little flappy armed. Okay? And that's all I'm going to say on that one. Richarlison, um, I, I want him to come good so badly. I love the fella. I think he seems like a lovely, lovely guy. Um, felt like a lot more of the same from last season. As in, he's a menace. He makes runs that bother the opposition. But it just looks like he's trying a bit too hard at times. Caught in his own head a bit. So, you know, hopefully Ange can actually coach him, try to get the best out of him, try and make him remember that he is a really, really good player because we'd all like to see the best of him. And again, please don't come at me after this saying you're saying this after a pre-season friendly in Australia after they've just been on the 20-hour flight. I've caveated that point several times throughout this podcast. These are just knee-jerk reactions. Look, I mean... Really, all I could do after this is just say, this was a pre-season friendly after a 20-hour flight in Australia against West Ham. So we don't really have anything to learn from this. But it was nice to see Tottenham play football. But really, that isn't going to get you a, what, 25, 30-minute podcast that's going to last you for your dog walk or when you're chopping onions to make your dinner or you know all the time all the times i listen to podcasts right so just you know cut me a bit of slack alfred divine i um i really like him i really like him i felt that when he was he you know the first few minutes first couple of touches first couple of passes he looked a bit nervous he's obviously getting his his opportunity at last but I think he, he settled into the game. I don't even know if playing out there on the right suits him um, or is where he would normally play. But I think he did a decent job of it. He's not the quickest player, but he's not slow. And I think his eye for a kind of pass, his vision, his reading of the game is brilliant. It seems to be far beyond his years. But he is about 18, 19 now, so... You know, um, I loved in particular those little kind of like dinked passes that he kept playing. Um, I think it, it was actually one of those that led to our second goal. So nicely done on that one, Alfie. I, um, oh, I've got to talk about Madison more actually, because I mean his his corner delivery was absolutely lovely. It was so. I mean, we've had Sonny try his best a lot of the time um, and it's been you know decent but I think Madison's like those quick whipped crosses at the perfect kind of height for somebody to get on the end of 
is something we've been lacking. And I say this knowing full well that I think we scored the most set pieces last year. So, you know, maybe it's not just about the individual technical quality, but it certainly isn't going to hurt having that as well. Um, having his quality in there. Kulisevsky, if like with Charleston, if there is a maybe a cause for concern with anybody, might be with him a bit. Um, he looked a little uh, as I, I open I open the door to my glass house here. He looked a bit unfit. Um, again, I know it's the first game of the pre-season schedule, so some players will be unfit. But yeah, I thought he looked quite unfit. Thought he looked a bit sluggish. I don't really remember him doing anything at all. Um, so you know, it's a shame that he kind of hasn't hasn't hit the ground running. But if he's back in time for the season, then perfect. Um, shame we didn't get to see Tangi either. I don't actually know what's going on with him, but you know what we do know is that he didn't play. So, you know, we can't really take much from that other than the, you know, the pre-season stuff we've seen so far of him having a good time, enjoying his football once again, and hopefully being of some use to Tottenham Hotspur Football Club and not somebody that we just end up, as it looked like, just almost terminating the contract of or releasing to, you know, a random French club for some sort of derisory fee given that he is still one of our record transfers if not maybe our record what was he 65 so he might be um, I'm sure one of you will correct me if I am incorrect in that but I, th I think he's I feel like he's our record signing still um, yeah so that's been uh, it's been like the look Ultimately, in closing, right? I'm sure there's many things I'm missing here, but like I say, this is just about me getting back up to speed, getting used to the pace of of the solo podcasting game, right? Really, the main thing we can take from this is that we do seemingly have a manager that embraces attacking front foot football. It's what we've been looking for. We know we need some new defenders. We've known that for two plus years now that's nothing kind of new but it is obviously hammered home in this first game that we've played under Ange Postacoglu it's, it's glaringly obvious right destiny looks great um, so that's you know that's one big positive there's going to be a lot to do still right um, a lot of talk of Conor Gallagher coming in I don't know if that's a priority personally speaking if we've got, say, a limited budget and we've got a limited amount of personnel we can get in the door because we've got so many already on the wage bill, I think our big priority really has to be lose some of the players that we deem surplus and get some defenders in. Get them in. We have to. Because now maybe I will end this on a slightly sour note. If we don't, I really worry about how much that will undermine Postacoglu and the squad, the team's efforts next season, that we may have another season characterised by what could have been had we not let in that goal. Because, you know, the manner of the game today 
Sean Walsh put it very well. Felt like one of those old Harry Redknapp games when we played well, couldn't just get the ball over the line, and the opposition scoring the sort of chances they get that he would call just one of those days. And it felt that way a little bit. But, you know, big new season ahead. I have um, set up a Patreon now. So on that, I'll be doing pre-match previews once the season begins and just other random pods. I'll drop other little bits and pieces in there um, behind the scenes. Everyone started making fun of Buy Me A Coffee and loads of other people started saying that the interface was shit and they couldn't listen to it. So because you have to use their app and all it, whatever. So I'm setting up a Patreon. So I'm not gonna be asking you to buy me coffees anymore. Um, so you can sign up for that. And I'll put things up there like whatever little scripts I'm writing or if I'm working on any little videos, you can see work in progress, that type of thing. But more pods, more random bits. Come on you Spurs. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.